Hi, welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Janie Charlotte. Matters of the Heart and Soul is a podcast to raise awareness and awaken humanity to all that is within. We want to be a beacon of light on your life journey. Hey guys, welcome back to Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. This is your host, Janie Charlotte. And so on this next episode, guys, we are talking about seven steps to enlightenment. That's right. Seven steps to getting to our true higher self. You know, it is really our choice day in and day out to use our creative power either constructively or destructively. So no matter how things may appear, we always have room for change and improvement. The truth is, expansion is an infinite process. There is a purpose in all of our experiences. It's really just to bring us to our true higher self. It is to evolve our spirit. So Russ and I, in this next episode, We go into the seven steps that we have defined for you guys as number one, purification, step two, healing, step three, separation, step four, integration, step five, deeper connection, step six, application, and step seven, oneness of the seven steps to enlightenment. So check it out. Um, I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy it. And again, take what resonates and what doesn't just come back later for it. All right. Talk to you guys later. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. My name is Janie Charlotte, your host, and I'm co-hosting with Mr. Russell Bruce. Peace. All right, guys, so it feels really good to be back in our environment um, in this during this next episode, and we have a really, really good episode uh, lined up. We are going to be talking about the seven steps to enlightenment, and we're going to, you know, discuss what enlightenment means, and we're going to talk about the seven steps on getting there. Um, again, this podcast is a podcast as, that is inspired by everything of the heart and soul. So everything we talk about is to evolve our souls and to keep growing deeper and deeper into the infinite spiritual beings that we are. So keep that in mind as we plunge forward in this episode. And um, if this does not quite resonate you, resonate with you today, it's okay. Everything is about timing, um, enlightenment, self-actualization, self-realization, all of that comes in individual timing. You can always come back to these podcasts when the time is right for you. It'll be here. All right, so let's get started. Russell, can you tell us what is your definition of self-enlightenment? Self-enlightenment tied to spiritual enlightenment. So what I think about when I think of spiritual enlightenment or self-enlightenment is when a person comes into that knowledge that they're one with the creator, you know, not in an egotistical way saying that, you know, I am the God with a big G, but I am God with a little G because Mm -hmm. I'm the child of God, right? Like Mm -hmm. Jesus said, you're all God's children of the most high God. And, And what that actually means is 
is that we are microcosms of the macrocosm, that we are connected to God and that God is not just some being or some guy out there in, in space or in the clouds or whatever, but God is in everything and everybody and everywhere at the same time because it's a spiritual force, it's energy. Mm-hmm. So when we finally come into that actualization that we can go within to speak to God, that you don't need a, a mediator between you and the creator and nothing gets closer to inside of you than yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like that journey that we make from our minds to our hearts is the greatest pilgrimage that we'll ever make. And once again, that pilgrimage is to wake up, to know that you're connected to the most high, you know, whether you call it Jesus, Buddha, Quetzalcoatl, you know, mm-hmm. Allah, you know, universal prime creator, There's so many different names that people go by, or even somebody that says that they don't believe, but energy is real, mm-hmm. you know, the sun comes up every morning, planets rotate, and there's a divine intelligence behind it all. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, I would, I want to discuss a science part, and I also want to discuss a spiritual part in enlightenment. Um, and those words, enlightenment, self-actualization, self-realization, self-illumination, can all be used interchangeably. They all pretty much mean the same thing. But from a science point of view, I wanted to discuss Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And um, if you remember this, you know, from high school or from middle school or even from college, um, it's it's a proposed psychology um, theory of human motivation. And so you start with the physiological needs, which is basically food, water, rest. Then you go to safety needs, which is, you know, feeling safe and safe feeling safety and safe. Um, Then you go to love and belonging, which is having those intimate relationships and having those intimate needs met through personal intimate relationships. Then from there, you progress to esteem. And this is um, feelings of accomplishment. Um, And then past esteem is self-actualization. And in, in science, it's about reaching one's full potential and creative activities okay so just keep that in mind you know from a science point self-actualization according to Maslow's hierarchy is reaching one's full potential including creativity activities all right from a spiritual point of view enlightenment I feel is basically gaining clarity on the true self on who you really are not not on the ego, the illusions of the ego, of the material world, you know, it's really, you, you've sifted through all of that and you have gotten to the true self, the true person, the true identity, the true spirit, which is we are spirit of who you are. And so we want to kind of discuss seven steps into getting to that enlightenment, all right? Um, and again, just, you know, just be open-minded, be open-hearted as we go through these steps. Um, this is not a linear process. You may go from one thing to the other. You may stay at one step lifetimes because it is actually, like Russell said, it is coming to the knowledge that you are one with this greater force 
out there. That oneness is a part of you. You are a part of it. All right. So let's get started. <clears throat> We're going to first start a, with the first step and we call it purification. Let's talk about that. Purification is basically burning out the negatives. It is letting go of self-limiting beliefs, dissolvement of the ego. Um, I'll let you chime in right there and I'll come back to it. Yeah. So if you look in science, like a lot of times if scientists want to know what something is made of, they put it under fire, right? You know, in the real world, fire could be equivalent to, say, trials, tribulation. And you pretty much could find out what you're made of and what other people are made of when you put it to fire. But purification is a purging process where you take out, say, the impurities or those things that will not serve you in this rise or ascension process into enlightenment. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, in, in scripture... You know, you'll have some verses where it speaks of a hell and, uh, you know, or say purgatory. You know, these things are more synonymous because they were more so meant for purification to take out, say, the evil side of man's spirit and, and bring him to a higher enlightenment. So purification is to eliminate those negative things that are within the soul or the spirit yes um and what that may look like is um you may have some self-limiting beliefs about yourself uh something might have happened in your childhood and you have a lack of self-worth because of that you may have you know something happened and you have you know self-doubt uh you have all these limiting ideas about yourself because of something that happened to you so in this purification stage you come to the realization that that's not you that might have happened to you but it was actually happening for you for your evolution to awaken your spirit so that's purification and depending on how heavy um things are in your life how much you have held on to this stage could be a while purification takes a while um it's about seeing the clarity in in why things have happened to you and you have to understand that it, it's not who you are so you begin to pure those those limiting beliefs about yourself in that stage you know and, and before and before you move on because it was something you said earlier today when i spoke with you you're talking about how you know a lot of times things are happening to people and they never stop to ask themselves, you know, what are the lessons in this? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you, you realize that earth is nothing but a classroom and everything that you've ever been through was to teach you a lesson. So when, when very devastating things happen to us, it's always to say, hey, what do I need to learn? What do I need to take from this? What spiritual um, key or lesson or skill that I should take from this? And you move on. So purification is letting go of those things that, that we feel lack in. And you're, you're never in lack, ever. All right? So when you 
get to purification and we have to let go of things out of our life so that we can make room for new things, right? You know, if you holding on to a closet full of old clothes, you have no room for new clothes, all right? You have, you still holding on to an old relationship, you have no room for that relationship that you really want to come into your life. So you have to purify and purge the old stuff for the new stuff to come in. So that brings you to step two, which is healing. We call this step healing, all right? This is when everything you have brushed under the rug, everything you thought you worked through, everything you tried to push back comes right up to your face for healing, okay? So, and the longer you keep running from this part, the longer it takes you to get through this stage. So you wanna come face to face with everything, 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 all right? Um, but this is getting through generational strongholds, this is getting through past pains and hurts, Everything that you did not deal with is going to come up. So you may notice that, you know, say you got in a bad accident and you lost a relative in a car accident. And every time you pass that stoplight, those emotions come up. That's because you haven't healed it. And it's going to keep coming up and keep coming up and keep coming up until you can heal it and you gain the lessons or the emotional awareness or whatever it is. Only your higher spirit self will know what your soul has to learn and to heal. And you have to you have to know that for yourself. So that's the healing part. Yeah. So a, a lot of uh, a lot of things out there, such as, say, like phobias or, or isms like racism, sexism, classism, like things that may irritate you, they're irritating you because there's something within you that you need to deal with. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's like a lot of times we see people with illnesses or say dis-ease, disease, it's, it's because they've ignored something. It could be ignoring something in your diet. It could be, you know, you're not getting an are emotional yeah, you're not you, yeah. working out enough or whatever so it starts to show up in different ways like say a pimple on your skin is normally something that's internal maybe you're not drinking enough water you're drinking too much soda eating too much candy things of that nature but usually it's something that needs to be addressed and healed and you know i like to say that everybody has a king and queen that dwells deep within them and until that little boy or little girl gets healed that little king or that king and queen doesn't come to the forefront until mm -hmm. it's healed. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you we have to face all of our pains head on because everything that we need to get to the next step is on the other side of the pain. So we have to heal this and get to the other side of it. So once you heal and... Again, this process is different for everyone. Again, it could take lifetimes. It could take several reincarnations. Um, it's all about getting to that enlightenment and that oneness within you. Um, you will get to a phase that we call separation. All right. In this phase, this is when you begin to release and sift through the things that are not authentic to who you are or who you want to be. So 
we get to decide who we authentically are. We get to decide who we authentically want to be. Not, we don't have to look out on somebody else's life, on somebody else's path and decide, hey, that's what I, I wanna do. No, you get to decide authentically what you want to be. A good example of this is, you know, say you come from a household of doctors and your parents have pushed that on you to be a doctor. And you started to go to med school, you finished it, you started working as a doctor, and you realize, this is not what I want to do. And you quit because you now are starting to sift through that this is not authentically me. That was their path. That was something they had to do. This is not authentically true to me. And so you start to separate the things, the places, the people, the habits that is not authentically true to you. Exactly, because everybody came pre-programmed with their own purpose, and that may not be the purpose of your parents. You know, they may want you to be a doctor, lawyer, athlete, singer, or what have you, based upon, you know, what they did in their life. But, you know, it, it's just like if you, you went and bought some seeds because you wanted to plant different fruits, trees, etc., you know, you could plant them all in the same soil, but, you know, the tree's going to grow up to be a tree, you know, the orange is going to grow up to be an orange, you know, the spinach is going to be spinach, you know, because it's pre-programmed to be what it was intended to be, and, and that purpose only comes from the most high, you mm -hmm. know, so, you know, as and we're both parents, so as parents, basically all we could do is, is be guides, just make sure that we give them good soil, good water and sunlight, you know, to make sure that they have the best possibility to grow and give them a good environment, which is Absolutely. good soil. Yeah. And so that is that separation stage. And again, there's no set time on how long this takes because sometimes you may start to feel, hey, I'm getting into my authentic self of what's true to my soul and then bam, you're hit with something you have to heal. And then you take a step back because you don't know what happened. So as you could see, it's, it's very tricky. It's not a linear process. It's all a soul evolution process, all right? So once you get through separation and you are truly ready to uh, what we call the fourth stage, integrate all these authentic aspects of yourself then you get into the integration phase, right? And this is where you're gathering everything that is true to you and you fully accept who you authentically are. Um, in this phase, you know, I fully accept being an infinite spiritual being. And so I understand that I have to integrate that into my life for that to become alive in my life. Yeah, so basically to tie into what you're saying is it's really going back to the beginning and really understanding that we're more than just our physical bodies like we are not say for example Janie and Russ those are just identifiers that were given to us at birth from our parents that doesn't mean that's who you are you're not a name you're not your job title you're not your car your house you know you're not your tribe or whatever we are 
eternal spiritual beings having a temporary physical existence called life. Mm -hmm. So that spirit, once again, is connected to, say, the most high, right? And, you know, it's, it's pretty much like we are just drops of water in the ocean, right? You can go out, you can get that water out of the ocean, put it in a cup, take it home, put it in the freezer, you know, put it in your drink. You know, do whatever, or you boil it, you know, it turns into steam, it goes back to the clouds, it rains, it goes back to the ocean, it goes back to its source. Mm -hmm. Our soul is the same way, you know, like most of us are preoccupied with what's going to happen once we pass and where do we go. No, you should be asking, where did you come from before you got here? And once you realize that it's cyclical in nature, that Mm -hmm. we've come and gone plenty of times, and, and that your spirit is is infinite and that is constantly refining and this is a classroom we're here to learn you mm-hmm. know whether it's love or learn how to forgive learn how to be cooperative you know there's lessons that we constantly come back to learn the thing is you need to figure out what your lesson is what do you mm-hmm. struggle with mm-hmm. you know what irritates you, mm-hmm. you know? and and then and you integrate that into your being um of who you authentically are you don't have to be what you have always been you know as you come into new knowledge and new awareness and you start to just pick up the pieces that were left in different phases of your life of what is authentically you and you start to integrate that into a tr- your true self all right and i hope that step is kind of clear but basically you just integrate all the aspects of yourself that is authentic to you and the part that's not authentic you leave it out all right so once you get through integration and that step could take a while you will get into a deeper connection and this is step five um and this 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 step is what i like to call it's kind of like a nestling uh phase because you get a deeper connection within yourself you come into yourself you start to spend a lot of time with yourself in meditation you start to just want to be alone you start to like your own energy you start to 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 really understand who you are this is also um sometimes this is this is also we connect with our higher self because we start to hear the inner voice and we start to know what is our inner voice versus the outside world or their inner voice, you know. So you start to realize what is your higher self and you start to really be able to discern that. Yeah, and once again, piggybacking off of what you say. So it's like truth is that which is aligned with reality. So it's like, you know, we get these thoughts in our head and... uh a lot of times, if you watch a lot of television, you know, it just depends on if you're around a lot of people. A lot of the chatter that you hear in your head is in, embedded in your subconscious of what you're getting from other people. And we say that a lot, but it's so important to get to enlightenment because until you can sift through what is true to you and what is not, you're going to constantly be in a battle of, okay, what's me and what's not me? Is this my thoughts or their thoughts? So we we say that a lot, but it's it's 
it's very, very important to get through these stages. So, you know, and when she mentioned about being alone and it's not so much about isolating yourself, running away from people, it's more about being in solitude. There's a mm-hmm. difference between isolation and solitude. Solitude is more or less you're just getting away to get more in touch with yourself, right? So that's where, you know, you hear people talk about prayer and meditation. That's where you go within and you commune with the most high, you know, and and you get those messages from the most high. That's where, you know, and you tap into falling in love with yourself because you, you realize that you're connected in such a way in that you're already equipped with everything you need. And and we're constantly looking outside of ourselves when it's within. And once you start to figure that out and you're tapping into love because now you love yourself and your connection to the creator, it's like now you're in the most creative energy possible. Mm -hmm. And now you begin to create things. And this is where people begin to write poetry and music and Mm -hmm. food and medicine and healing and, things of that nature you you start to really realize that you you're you're infinite it's like the only thing that you're limited to is your imagination and your thoughts mhm and this this deeper connection phase is also where you could experience the dark night of the soul and what that is is you basically come face to face with your inner world so you really come face to face with your own thoughts Um, and you start to understand what has been your own illusions and what are some of the things that you have brought forth in your own life through your own thinking. So again, you, you really connect to the inner expansive world and you really, you start to detach from the external material world and it's a building a deeper connection with self to listen to your own, your own soul. And to sum that up, it's you're realizing you're more spirit than ego. You know, because that ego is more attached to this material world. And it's like there's a saying, it said that man became to lose himself when he discovered the mirror. Because when he discovered the mirror, he became more preoccupied with his image more so than his soul. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like we're worried about how we look, what car we drive, you know, what kind of house we're in. And we're caught up in all the isms mm-hmm. and, and your soul suffers. Yep. Because at the end of the day, when you pass over, it's not about your car. It's not about your race. It's not about what politically affiliation you have or, or any of that mm-hmm. stuff. It's minute. Not saying it's not important in this reality, but we can't place more value on that than spiritual things. Yeah. And I, I want to say in, in this phase, don't feel like you're weird. Don't feel like something's wrong with you. Don't feel like you're having a mental breakdown. Don't feel like I'm losing it. You're not. You're having a spiritual awakening and it's beautiful. And if you just allow everything to happen and flow, it's going to be beautiful. This this stage gets really interesting because when you see the illusions that the ego play, they, I mean, you know, stuff that we just don't know that's occurring, it's interesting. So you're not crazy. You're just having a spiritual awakening. Keep going. You're never alone on the journey. 
Ask your higher self for help. You have spiritual guides that are here to help you every step of the way. Ask for help and be open to receive. Don't think it's crazy. When you get an answer, oh no, it's just a coincidence. No, that's spirit. Don't, do not do that. Know that when you ask, you will receive. So just know you're not crazy. Call us, you know, shoot us a message. You're not on this journey alone. This is happening for you, not to you. It is happening for your soul evolution and the, the process is amazing. Just, I really wanted to put that there. In this phase, you come to new realizations as well. And, and one last thing, and that's where my whole concept of the vibe tribe came from is seek out your tribe. Yes. Seek out those people who share similar thoughts and beliefs and going through it because if not, you will isolate yourself instead of going in solitude. You'll start yes. to think you're weird. People will think you're weird. Yeah, all this other stuff, but it's like when you find out that there are a lot of weird folks out there. Most people that invented some of the greatest inventions, uh, the greatest music, everything, they were all once looked up, looked upon as weird. But now we look back at the Teslas and the Einsteins yes. and the Imhoteps and all these people and see the genius that was within them. So. And, and you will find your tribe. Just know that you got to let go of the the other stuff that no longer serve you, all right? And it's going to feel like a real tearing apart because your your spirit is trying to rise. And, and it's really beautiful, but it could be really painful and really just like uncertain if you don't know if you don't have that spiritual maturity to know what's going on okay so that's step five that deeper connection you know you really go within you could see you could have the dark night of the soul you could really start to see the illusions of the ego that ego dies off and the ego does not go out without a fight just know that all right so once you get through that now it's like you come into Step six of what we call application, all right? It's like this new you have evolved, but, and you've come into these new realizations, you've come into the fact that, hey, God is within me, not out there. God is within me. I am co-creating my reality. You know, I can harness the power of all that is and live the life I want. So now you have to apply this in your life. You know, you have to, okay, how do I apply this? And, and it's like a baby trying to walk again, all right? You, you get in your, your balance, you might fall down a little bit, you pick yourself back up, and eventually you're very stable, you're not so wobbly. But this is when you're you're walking in that, that application, you're using the wisdom, right? You're using the knowledge and you're applying it into your life. You've come into all these wonderful spiritual realizations about yourself and what's the point of having it if you're not going to apply it? Yeah, it's all about knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Mm -hmm. And wisdom is the application of knowledge because it's like you're I always say our lives will not change when we know what to do, our lives will change when we do what we know. Absolutely. You know, because we could walk around after reading a thousand encyclopedias and, you know, going to the Smithsonian, reading every book on the shelf. If you don't do anything about it, it's worth nothing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing. So you have to apply it. And that's where the wisdom comes into play. Mm -hmm. 
And then a step seven is the oneness with all that is. You realize, you come into the knowledge, you fully understand there's complete clarity that you are one with the creator. The creator is one with you. You are one spark in the whole spirit body. That's all one. All right. So we're all a part of this same force energy and it connects us all. It is within me. It is within you and it connects us all. So as I evolve and work on myself and my healing. I therefore help the whole body of humanity to evolve. That is why it's so important individually that we reach individual self-enlightenment, self-actualization, okay? Because we are contributing to the whole body, the whole body of humanity, right? And so we have to understand that the th some of our angst and our pains, such as racism, you know, if, we, if we've had to endure racism, we have to understand that what am I, what do I have to learn in this? What is it that my soul is trying to teach me through having to endure this pain? Okay, you know, so everything, and I'm just gonna say that, you know, when your soul decided to reincarnate this lifetime or the next lifetime, you chose every part of this. You chose whether you're going to be black, white. You chose whether you're going to be in a poor or rich family. You chose where you're going to be on this planet or another planet. You chose all of those circumstances so that you could learn the lessons to evolve into self-actualization yeah and the whole science behind reincarnation we're gonna have to do a podcast on yeah we like will reincarnation and near-death experience so we could go more in detail about that but basically it's just it's no different than say a hollywood actor say somebody like denzel washington one day he has to play a hardcore criminal in in uh training day and then the next day he's playing malcolm x you know and plays all these different characters so it's like it's the same say soul but they live out in different characters to learn different lessons so that's pretty much the whole theory or philosophy behind reincarnation whether you believe in it or not right you know the more you and we're not trying that. to convince anyone yeah. again uh, if these things resonate with your soul awesome if, if it not, doesn't pass it along toss it in the trash exactly it's it. all about what mm -hmm. resonates and what you know to be true to you all right and all we ask is that you have an open heart and an open mind to it um that's how we evolved by being open you know, and another thing in talking about the oneness, there's an African proverb that states, it says, when I was searching for myself, I found God. And when I was searching for God, I found myself, mm -hmm. you know, so the deeper that we dig, you know, say, looking, say for myself personally, a journey I took trying to find out more about my history, because we don't get a lot of it here in America about African history or world history and truth we get a european resume so you know studying that it, i studied the history of africa and you know of course egypt is in africa so in studying egypt 
I seen where most of the spiritual and religious foundations came from, you know, and then studying that, it took me, say, back through the angels and, and back to the universal prime creator. And, you know, so that saying, saying when I was searching for myself, I found God. And when I searched for God, I found myself. So it's, it's one and the same. And once you reach that, you know, your confidence level mm -hmm. goes up, you know, your, your view of the world changes. Yeah. Life just becomes so easy and peaceful because you have nothing to prove. You don't have anything to prove to anybody because you know within holds the key to everything anyway. And you, and, don't, and you don't seek validation oh, no. when it's not That's warranted. all of the ego. You know, having to prove who you are, self-worth, having these, you know, you have to be, have to, you know, accumulate, have to do these things. That's all of the ego. And trust me, we've all been blinded by the ego at some point. Um, so it's, it's all a part of everyone's journey, and it's okay. Every soul will eventually evolve. Um, there's no wrong turns. You just have to come back and take the test again. That's all. Um, it was something I did want to say, and I just lost it. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. I'll, it'll come I think I cut you off. Yeah. So we were talking. I think that's when I mentioned the oneness or searching for God. So it was something dealing with the oneness. Yeah. Save it um, for another podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, guys, um, this has been seven steps to whatever you want to call it, all right? We're calling it enlightenment. Some people call it self-actualization. Some people call it self-realization. Spiritual alchemy. Spiritual alchemy. Some people call it self-illumination. It's all basically getting to the point Being of... Being reborn. <laughs> exactly. It's all getting to the point of who you truly are. Who you truly are. Who? And here's some questions just to kind of get you to ponder on. Who are you without your race? Who are you without your money? Who are you without that relationship? Who are you without that platform? Who are you? Who is, who's the true you? And those are just some things for you to ponder on, for you to, to search within yourself to figure that out. Who are you without that thing you're currently identifying with? And, that, and that's so true because... Who are you without that illness and that sickness? Because sometimes we focus on our illnesses and our sicknesses. Who are you without that disease? Who are you without all of that? Yeah, because I think what happens a lot of times, people tend to identify with more things outside of themselves, you know, like, like their family and, and, you know, their, the city they come from or what have you, you know, um, and sometimes they'll identify with the negatives of, of where they come from more so than the positive. So it's like, yeah, but we really need to identify with that God self that dwells deep inside of us because, and I think that's been a problem a lot with say relationships, all that stuff, because we get so caught up in societal norms that we tend to look at people or even a mate from a material or physical standpoint instead of looking at their spiritual or mental attributes, you mm -hmm. know? 
you know, yeah. are they kind? Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, and which brings me to another point is that when you when you understand that you are an infinite spiritual being and that you your spirit goes on and on and on, you learn how to accept physical death. You you're not attached to this body. You understand that you you're you really go on to live in another dimension that's non-physical. So you you're no you no longer fear death and you're not attached to the physical body. Hey guys, sorry about that. Um, sometimes the energy gets like that when we start breaking it down. But anyway, um, I was saying that when you really truly get this concept and you understand that you are an infinite spiritual being you you accept death and you know that you know this physical death is just knowing that you're going on to journey on into a a different dimension a non-physical dimension and um i guess we could start to wrap it up if you want yeah. to add something so to that. that it's more of a transformative thing mm -hmm. you know similar to a caterpillar going into his butterfly phase yep and, um, you know, I think when you really look at everything with that perspective, we realize we can't take anything material with us. All we could ever really take with us is our consciousness, which is only the love that we have ever given and received. All right. We we take no possessions with us. We take our consciousness with us. The level of consciousness we have reached spiritually when we get ready to leave this this earth classroom, because we learn the most here because we actually get direct feedback. All right. As we are creating things each day, we're getting direct feedback if we're on the right path or not. So little food for thought just think about that um so, we went a little bit deeper than what we were supposed to but uh just know there's more coming <laughs> yeah all about love and fear yeah so guys uh again this has been another episode of madness of the heart and soul podcast my name is janie charlo and this is russell bruce and um this podcast, it's amazing. Um, it is taking us personally deeper, and we hope that it is definitely doing the same for you. Um, it's a podcast to raise awareness and awaken humanity to everything that is already within you. Okay? This is nothing new. You just have to awaken to this because it's already in you. All right? Um, so, again, take care. Uh, we hope that you enjoy. Let us know if any of this resonate with you. And uh, take care. We'll see you next time. Peace.